Humble talks just went viral. Be humble. Hey, sit down. Hold up. Be humble. Hey, sit down. Hold up. Be humble. Hey, sit down. Hold up. Be humble. Be humble. Be humble. Be. We're recording. Be. We did it again. Be. Bring it on back. Sorry. All the way back. My bad. Humble Talks is all about helping us move beyond limits and excuses. So basically, it is like a how-to guide for us millennials trying to get it right in this biggest scam of life called adulting um, by two millennials. So Ashari, myself, Anaya, we are just trying to, you know, bring forth our stories, our experience to help others, you know, pay it forward and help us navigate through this thing that we call life. Basically, two millennials just bouncing ideas back and forth with each other. We are not experts. We are not. That's why we are not experts. We are just simply voicing our opinion. However, he's on his way, though. He's Dr. James is on his way. You know, he likes to teach people, but we're not quite there as being. We're not there being professionals. You ready to check in? I am ready to check in. One thing that we like to do on this podcast is check in. We like to check in with our audience. We also like to check in with each other. So how are you all doing? If you want, you can call on someone. I I sure was. Liz, are you ready? Because I know you had so much that you wanted to say last week, but you wasn't on. So feel free to tune in. Let us know how you're feeling, how the week is treating you. I'm feeling great. The week is amazing. Today was my first day with no meetings. Good God. Work the first day in three weeks, so I I'm feeling really good. Awesome sauce. Well, thank you for answering. I'll be calling on you later. You had one brave soul, so <laughs> let's put you back. Let's check in. Let's check in with each other. How it? How yes. are you doing? So the reason why we're checking with each other is because us millennials. We have a tendency all the time of always, of always saying that we're good. Right. We Everything's fine. It's fine when we know at times that we're not good. Mm-hmm. So we want to actually know how you all are doing. We want to know and also express really how we are doing. So right. how are you? Um, so I'm good. Um, I know I can always expound on that, but for the most part, I'm hanging in there. I just finished my move, so yeah, I feel like an adult. Yes, I'm way, I'm my way, partner. graduated, and she moved. And I'm about to get a new car. Yeah. Like, you know, and God is showing up. So all of the, all of these wonderful things that we're just yes. to to existence, and so speaking into life, right? So that has been trying, just because I hate moving, I hate packing, I hate unpacking. Um, but then, you know, I've been going through some, some things with my partner in crime, with this podcast and our business ventures. Um, but, you know, for the most part, like, I'm proud of us because we did handle the situation like adults. It took us a week or so to get there, but we did it. And I'm proud of us because we were able to really, like, find that common ground. Um, and he told me, I'm going to stop speaking third person. Ashari told me to watch... Um, Insecure. I was trying to wait because I wanted to hook up my TV. Yo, he is annoying because I wanted. I had a a vision. I I wanted to set up an entertainment center, put my TV on it, and then watch all five episodes. 
he ruined it for me. He told me I had to watch it before today, which I'm happy I did because it summed up what we've been going through. So, sorry, you want to shed some light on? Well, first I'm gonna check. Week? First I'm gonna check in. And I'm gonna check okay, in. check in first. I'm feeling right, and so right. How are you? I'm sorry. Today, How are I'm, you? I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling good. You good? Yeah, today I'm good. Uh, you know, just work stuff, and just as usual, trying to just mm-hmm. that, continue to balance that. Is work-life balance so shout out to everyone who one is an essential worker who's out on the field but then also shout out to those who are at home um, yes. and trying to balance whether you know you have children whether you don't have children but just just this that this dynamic in, in in its entirety is just a lot for us so shout out to all of you as well right um you know so balancing that but to piggyback on what you were saying you know in this partnership and i and i our week was a little bit trying so you know, one thing that we said that we want to do is be transparent in this podcast with each other and then also to our listeners as well. Right. You know, we just wanted to express that, you know, even in partnerships and even in um, relationships that we're always, we're not, we're not going to get it right. We're not going to get it right. And so this, our communication was just off. Like, you know, we was, you wouldn't even think that <laughs> each other was two people that's actually doing a podcast, but I was being, oh my God. she was being passive. I don't care what she said. She was being <laughs> <laughs> I was being, I was walking away. That's what I was doing. I wasn't being passive. Right. So she was walking away. So, you know, there was times where I wanted to talk about things. She wasn't ready to talk about things. She wanted to talk about things. I wasn't ready to talk about things. And we had to actually be two adults and sit down with each other communicate well we didn't actually sit down because we're quarantine teaming you know what yeah they know what we meant virtual meetings yes we we had our virtual meeting (laughs) and the the important thing about it was that um in our difficulty with each other we allowed each other one to have the space and opportunity to voice our opinion no matter how we felt about it and so right at times when we have like relationships with you know, whomever it may be, you know, we're so stuck on our own opinions that we don't even accept and acknowledge other people. Right. You're not listening. You're trying to right. have an answer to, you're like, you're listening to respond and not listening to really comprehend what the person right. is saying. That's what we did. So the first thing mm-hmm. that we allowed ourselves to have the space to be vulnerable. Yes. Our peace for real as well. <laughs> <laughs> but most importantly, to oh, God. accept that. To accept that. And, and then, um, in that acceptance piece, you know, um, we had to acknowledge where we were wrong in that, you know what I'm right. saying? And how that, uh, how some of the things that I did, you know, impacted and affected you and how some of the things that you did may have affected me. But then most right. of the time, out of all of that, we created a solution, right? And so- That was like the best part. Right, which was the best part, you know? We walked away. <laughs> we walked away with a solution. We didn't just talk about the problem. We talked about the problem. We with life, Exactly, exactly. Action. Exactly. So, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, was really um, the highlight of my week going into this week that, you know, I can really say that this week was a good week because in this partnership, we went through some difficulties this past week, and we was able to come out of that by being adults, going through the scam of life called Ooh, the love, right? Because <laughs> we're not perfect. Because we're not perfect, right? <laughs> we had to have that conversation with each other yeah. in order for us to really, one, put the podcast out with great energy and good energy. But, Absolutely. So the importance of this whole thing is that any partnership that you mm-hmm. have with anyone, um, <clears throat> we're going to be perfect. And so, mm-hmm. 
when it's with business, when it's with relationships, when it's with parents, anything like that, we wanted you all to understand through our dynamic that we had this past week is that partnerships are, never, are not going to be perfect, but as long as you're willing to put that work in and, and make it work, then it's possible. Absolutely. And just to sum all of that up, in your relationships, in your partnerships, grace and respect is your best friend. You have to get grant grace to your partner. And you have to always come from a place of respect. I think if you always, if you start with those two things, you guys will always meet in the middle. Regardless if you guys agree on the same thing or not, if you're coming into it with respect out of love and with grace, mm -hmm. then you guys, it will work out in whatever way it's supposed to. But at least it'll, it'll, you guys will come out in the end feeling better than what you, came, you went into it with. Right. So yeah. I appreciate you, Ashari. Let the whole world know. Thank you so <laughs> much. World, I let the whole world know. I was ready to like, now nah, we're let not talking. the whole world know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he's persistent. So we had to talk and, and I'm happy we did. Yeah. And now we can have the podcast. Right. So. Exactly. <laughs> I think also, you know, what was important to kind of segue into you know, a recap of last uh, last three episodes and also our, you know, first series um, of Blueprint of Success was that, right. you know, a lot of the things that we talked about amongst ourselves with each other when we weren't really like on the same page uh -huh. was kind of summing from our journey mapping that we did with ourselves, right? And so uh -huh. journey map and you understand some of the catch-up things that could possibly yeah. And I did the same as well. But, you know, we didn't really take those catch-up things into consideration to see how can that affect this partnership. Exactly. And so having that moment of realization actually made us realize that, wow, like we're actually living out our podcast, right? Because right. the first episode was about me versus me, right? Understanding self. Understanding yourself, your self-identity, mm -hmm. going through your journey mapping, understanding what were those highs and lows of your life, right? Whether it was mm -hmm. experiences, bad experiences. And then episode two was about the weak, weak old ketchup stains, right? Really yes. finding out those moments through journey mapping of like potential things that can hinder your success. It could be the smallest or it could be the biggest thing, but being mm -hmm. able to identify what those things were or what yeah, what those things were and can potentially still be that can right. stop from being successful. And then the last episode was about a seat at the table, right? After mm -hmm. ourselves, we looked at our journeys, we looked at those things that could potentially hinder us. <laughs> we define what our seat at the table really looks like, or how do we be this the table itself, you know? Right. You have anything you want to add to that before I go into key takeaways? No, that's perfect. Keep on going, sir. That was perfect. <laughs> and, so the, and so the key takeaways from our first three episodes was really identifying who you are, flaws and all, and uh -huh. identifying the catch-up things that shape you into the version of who you are today. Right. Plan for your life and what that table looks like strategizing and contextualizing and breaking that plan down so that way you can really understand the design of your table. And mm -hmm. with knowing all of that, you still have to step out and, play and put in that work and finish constructing your table because it's, faith without works is dead and we all know that. Most importantly, after all of that, you don't quit, which kind of goes back to the dynamic that we had getting quit because we had a little bit of miscommunication. Exactly. And what I will say, um, something that we had, um, something that we said and agreed on in our conversation is that we knew that this 
hiccup wasn't going to stop anything. So it's like we came into it like, all right, we're at a disagreement, we're at a halt, but that doesn't mean everything is going to die. That doesn't mean the business is going to die. It's just we're going to keep on going. We're, gonna, we're not going to quit. We're going to put our big girl panties and drawers on and keep on going straight or keep going forward. Um, so keeping that, like, our first three episodes, like you said, was <laughs> our entire week. And it kind of goes into this week because right now we're going to talk about healing and self-care. So setting healthy boundaries, um, providing grace, forgiving people, forgiving yourself. And we titled it Why Not Now because we're all quarantined, we're all home, we're all self-isolating right now. So why not now? To, why not take this time to really heal and dig deep within yourself to forgive yourself, forgive others? Um, and when we say healing and self-care, we're not just talking about running the bath and, you know, lighting some candles, which is all good, but it, it really means like emotionally healing, um, mentally healing, spiritually healing. Um, because self, self-care is a priority, no matter what. You can't help anybody else until you help yourself. So I know for me, I'm always quick to go help ev- everyone else, and then I let my internal self die, and then that's how you get burned out. Um, something I want to mention is that a life coach, her name is Dr. Giatta, and she said putting yourself also means you give yourself energy, a peace of mind, and a positive outlook to be more present with others and to be there for them. Basically, going back, back to what I said, you can't help anyone until you help yourself. You can't, be, you can't be a superhero to anyone else until you're a superhero for yourself, until you're the best version of yourself. So in these next three episodes, we're going to talk about healing and self-care, some tips, and what you can do to be the best version of yourself. Don't start with me. But one thing that I, that I do... Uh, realize and understand like with millennials and even sometimes myself uh, mm-hmm. that that line that you said about putting yourself first I feel like a lot of us we have some difficulties with putting ourselves first because how it might portray and look to someone exactly might seem as if we're selfish or it might seem mm-hmm. as if you know oh this person only cares about themselves when it's like no I really just care about my internal well-being and also my external well-being because what really can happen on the inside, you know, with stress and everything on the mm-hmm. outside. And I ain't trying to have no privilege, you know what I'm saying? I ain't nobody trying to. <laughs> 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 All right. Dane. <laughs> I need to make sure that I take care of myself, you know? Oh my God. Okay, sir. Maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> but on a serious note, um, tying that all into setting healthy boundaries yes so how do we as millennials make sure that we set healthy boundaries without Mm -hmm. feeling like you know or portraying that we're selfish to other people or Mm -hmm. that nature so i have a question for you before we get it's like your definition of setting healthy boundaries what's your definition of setting healthy boundaries i feel like because when we were talking about this, I feel like the most simple way is to really teach people how to treat you. Because, and before you can even do that, you have to learn yourself. You have to learn your own boundaries. You have to learn what you like, what you dislike. That way you can vocalize that to someone else so they won't over overstep those boundaries with you. So again, that goes back to teaching people how to treat you. Um, I was never good at that. Um, that's something I struggled with because 
again, people pleasing, going back to journey mapping and catch up scenes, I always wanted to make sure everybody else was good. And I wanted to be that yes person. And I kind of lost myself in that. So, you know, I feel like journey mapping is going to be a continuous thing throughout this entire podcast because we can literally always refer back to it. But I know for me, um, even just thinking about this week and this podcast, I'm like, okay, I need to figure out who I am. And I need to figure out what my limits are, what my boundaries are, what I stand for, like what your morals are. Because if you can't tell people like, oh, I don't like that. If you really don't know what you like, or you dislike. So you have to have that self-awareness within yourself first. Um, you have to tune into your feelings. You have to tune into those past experiences. You can't ignore past hurt and trauma because they're going to rear its ugly head again. And then people are going to cross boundaries and you're going to be upset and have this resentment towards them, not really understanding why. And it's because you didn't really address like what's bothering you, what's a boundary for you. So that person, you know, didn't know. So they did what they did and now you're upset and maybe you lost a friend, you lost a relationship, which could have been prevented if you just had that time with yourself to really understand what your limits and red flags are. So did I answer your question? I felt like I did. I mean, you did. You mean you spoke about your own definition and then you also recapped it like, you know, with yourself in terms of journey mapping and you having right. stuff and everything like that. I mean, I think the importance of like setting, setting healthy boundaries, as you mentioned, is just really taking time to reflect within yourself, like you mentioned, uh-huh. to really see what boundaries do you need to put in place for whatever relationship that you're entering uh-huh. or even setting boundaries within yourself, what you will tolerate for yourself, what right. you will for yourself. Because I mean, I, I think I read something before, or heard something before about it was like you know, seventy percent of the thoughts that people have, they're negative, right? And so, even understanding that and and acknowledging that piece that hey, mm-hmm. you know, I know that okay, seventy percent of my thoughts are going to be negative. How am I now going to combat that with positive thoughts, positive energy, positive? Mm-hmm reinforcements or things like that and then after you acknowledge that then you then set up some type of action plan right and so i think it's important to really understand how it setting healthy boundaries for yourself is important first Uh that's what i think um Uh and also understanding how you may even have uh, I guess in the past, the overstep on other people's boundaries, not exactly. that you overstep on other people's boundaries, and then right. you also overstep boundaries for yourself. You know, mm-hmm. yourself because you deserve the best, right? So if you're not giving yourself the best, mm-hmm. that, can, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that's. I mean, well, for let me speak for myself. That's one of my boundaries, right? Is for me to mm-hmm. whatever I do, I do it to my best, and if I'm not doing that. Then, which could people could look at that as a goal as well too, but that's something that I hold dearly to myself. And if I'm not doing that, then it's like now I'm overstepping the boundary because I'm being lazy, you know, yeah. focusing on my goal, which goes back to last week, right? Part of that communication was I wasn't really on my A game as I normally would be. So mm-hmm. now I'm doing now that you're and your your turn you're in this business with me. You have the same kind of passion, the same kind of. Mm-hmm. Passion. And we have deadlines and goals like that. So now yeah. I didn't realize that now I was overstepping a boundary that you had. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, so, understanding that and knowing that, you know, with that, it comes change, right? Yes. And so what the, what the issue is sometimes is that we as people, we don't like to change, right? Right. <laughs> knowing that we Very true. <laughs> right? And yes. so, one, we don't like change and people don't like to, you know, act on it. Yeah. 
Yeah. One thing I would love to say is that emotional and self-awareness is always a continuous process. We are not the same person that we were yesterday. We're not the same person we were five minutes ago. Your boundaries can change. Your limits and red flags can change because you could have healed from it or whatever the case may be. So once you do realize or have the self-awareness within yourself, don't think it stops there. Like that's, you have to continuously check in with yourself because again, those boundaries can change. And then once they do change, don't be afraid to speak up about it. Don't allow people to continuously step over those boundaries because you're scared of losing them or you feel like you don't want to come off like, oh my God, that person is so complicated. She can't do this or she don't like this. Like nothing makes her happy. And that's not it. It's just, I have boundaries. This is my limit. I'm, I'm uncomfortable and I want you to respect that as I'm giving respect to you as well. So as it relates to setting boundaries and, you know, people stepping over those boundaries, we go into the territory of forgiveness and forgiving those people who have done you wrong and, or maybe like you said, um, overstepping your own boundaries. Like how do you go about forgiving yourself and others? Well, one, I want to kind of go back to this thought. Like I was reading this book like a long time ago. Um, this okay. book is actually called Boundaries, right? Um, the book yeah. is by um, Dr. Henry Cloud and um, mm-hmm. on Townsend. And, you know, something that they mentioned in the book was that boundaries define us. Right? Mm-hmm. And they define what is me and what is not me. And also mm-hmm. a boundary shows where you end with someone <laughs> and where someone else begins. And so boundaries lead us to a sense of ownership. And so the most important thing that I would say to kind of tie, well, tie boundaries into forgiveness is that mm-hmm. to identify and write down our boundaries, right? And so mm. if you haven't had an opportunity to really say, okay, well, what are some of my boundaries that I could put in place, especially during this time of quarantine, you know, mm-hmm. Maybe I, if you, know, you all, well, we all may need to um, to write down our boundaries that we would like to set in place for whatever it is after this quarantine, or even during the quarantine. But mm-hmm. the most important thing, like you mentioned, was about forgiveness, right? Right. And how do we actually take our time to forgive ourselves and also forgive others, right? Um, yeah. We probably have all done things that we are not proud of, but... It's really writing those things down. Well, for me, at exercise that I've done before was actually writing those things down that I, that I felt that I needed to forgive myself for. That was mm-hmm. the And so before I can go and forgive somebody else, I needed to make sure that I could forgive myself for any actions that I had done that needed forgiveness. And then the mm-hmm. second thing that I've done was I wrote down the things that I felt I needed to forgive other people for, regardless if I actually spoke to them or not, to say, no, I forgive you for the, the sin that you caused against me. <laughs> like, no, like, I'm not doing that. I forgive you, but I forgive you too far. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. And that's it, right. But after all of that, it's like truly saying to yourself, like, I truly forgive myself. And I mm-hmm. forgive this person. And being very descriptive in what that is. Yeah. Oh, I forgive Ashari for talking to me, talking to me disrespectfully the other, other days. Like now, like I forgive Ashari for talking to me disrespectfully when he said that. Mm-hmm. Provide examples, right? And to to that way, we get a full a fullness of forgiveness in that in that right. But in that moment, acknowledging mm-hmm. that you need to forgive yourself or forgive others, accepting that as well too. Mm-hmm and then giving grace. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I promise you that is our key word right now. (laughs) (laughs) What's your thoughts on 
honestly, I feel like forgiveness is such an underrated self-care tip. Like people, when you think of self-care, you don't think, oh, let me forgive myself. Let me forgive others. Like we are hurting ourselves by not for, forgiving ourselves and forgiving, not forgiving others. Um, I know for me, um, I won't say it's a new thing because I, I, I think I'm used to like kind of forgiving myself because I really had to sit with myself and be present with the hurt that I caused myself, be present with the hurt that someone caused me, and then make that conscious effort to be like, you know what, I have to let it go because I don't want it to consume me. I want to be free. I don't want people, I don't want this, this hurt and this resentment and this grudge to take my power because that person is sleeping well at night and here you are over here upset and losing weight and losing sleep and just doing all these things and you're not operating in the best way that you can because you're still harboring over something that someone did to you so i know for me at the end of the day like we all deserve a clean sleep like none of us is perfect there's nobody on this world that is uh unflawed if that's a word um so we have to grant grace <laughs> that's a word <laughs> so like we have to great grace and forgive others because especially now people are dropping left and right like this covid situation is really something that people need to take seriously because god forbid you know me and you were beefing but god forbid something happens to one of us that that is that the last thought or that last interaction you want with that person forgive them speak your peace let it go and keep moving now this is if they did something to you where you feel like you know what i forgive you but I have to also forgive you from a distance, then that's fine as well. Like I, I have been there where it's like, okay, I forgive you. I let go of this hurt and this pain, but I also, I'm going to move differently now. Cause I know how I have to move around you again, going back to boundaries. There's now this line that I refuse to cross and I refuse you to, I refuse for you to cross because of where we've been before. So I forgive you for what happened. I forgive myself for what happened, but now I know I have to, that's a new boundary. This is where self-awareness keeps coming into play. Right. So things happen every day. As you're talking, I'm hearing, uh, well, I'm seeing, not hearing, um, I'm seeing an example of, you ever seen like the, the Charmin's or the Mountie commercials? Yes. <laughs> with the bears? Wet with the bears, yeah, with the bears, and it's wet, and then they would put like stuff on top of it, and then it would uh -huh. here to kind of compare a different or a Ah, for other tissue. Like, mm -hmm. like, keep a brand to it. That's an example of holding on to, to things, knowing that, yo, you can just forgive someone from a distance. And instead, if you hold on to that, eventually you're going to fall through the tissue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So as you was talking, it kind of reminded me of that concept. Like, wow, like, like I just, just saw that image. Like, you know, holding on to that forgiveness. If, if I don't let go, then I'm going to fall. I'm going to break. Right. Forgiveness is not for other, the other person. It really is for you. It's for you to be free, for you to let go. But, you know, people don't like change. They want to they wanna sit. When I say, like, I sit and then let it go, like, people like to sit and stay. Like, they <laughs> shut the door, they lock it, they're like, no, I'm just going to be mad. Like, for what? Right. What, do you, what do you get from that? What are you gaining? You're blocking your blessings when you do that. So, so some people have joined on um our facebook i mean facebook live or uh, instagram um mm -hmm. right now we're at the part where we talked about forgiveness um we also talked about uh setting healthy boundaries for ourselves mm -hmm. in this time of quarantine um so just like a really quick little recap of like where we're at right now and so mm -hmm. grace grace grace
That's her favorite word. Well, it's my favorite word. Let me not project that onto you, but that's my favorite word right now, just because mm-hmm. it's everywhere. Like we have to grant, and we talked about this last week, um, going through COVID, like we all react to the situation differently. Like a lot of people, they love it. They love the free time. Some people are going through it because they're not used to being by themselves. I was one of those people. Cause I'm like, oh shoot, like I'm home by myself all the time. Like, I'm losing my mind. And then people are like, well, girl, you got a job, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, but the way I'm taking this is not the same way that you are. And it's okay for me to feel the way that I feel. And it's okay for you to feel the way that you feel. So going back to like just everything we just talked about, grace is an underlying, like a solution to all of this. Boundaries, forgiveness. Like you have to insert grace in all, the, all these different steps with self-care and healing. But for you, like, what do you see grace as? Um, that I'm not my mistakes. That's one thing to it. I see grace that as going back to forgiving myself, right? And just understanding mm-hmm. that, you know, the things that, you know, may have happened in the past that I don't forgive myself for or hadn't or needed to forgive myself for is that mm-hmm. not my mistakes, you know? And I'm, I'm not defined by those mistakes that I've made in the past as well too so um understanding that through the history of journey mapping right going back to understanding that like that's not who i am but i think the most important thing with like grace like you said is just going back to acceptance right and so um accepting one that you know somebody else's perspective is not going to be your perspective the way someone to react is not your reaction it's not going to be your reaction but the most important thing out of all that is understanding how you react to the situation. Mm, only that's a good point. Control. You can only control how you react in the situation. And so mm-hmm. when, I, when, we think of, when, when I think about grace, it's about my reaction, right? My reaction to things. How am I going to take this moment in and be like, oh, am I going to internalize it? Am I now going to mm-hmm. make this to manifest onto somebody else? Or am I going to take it, maybe do my little journal, you know, <laughs> exercise the values, make, make sure that I don't project any negative. Right. Don't deserve it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I when I think about grace. I'm like giving myself one forgiveness and understanding that me myself is I'm not my mistakes, and mm-hmm. and understanding that some of those things or mistakes you know, came from a specific trauma, you know, and identifying the traumas and the triggers of things. Mm-hmm. Well, too, that leads me to feel the way that I feel in the moment. Also, you know what I mean? Right. And so I think it's about understanding all of that and making sure that you're going back and forth, looking through your own journey so that we can understand where you need to give yourself grace. Yes. I love that. I love that. And I want to take a moment to open it up, actually, because, um, and I'm going to call on people just because that's what I do. Um, I would love to ask Lasia about this because I feel like we have conversations like this privately. So Lasia, do you want to share any thoughts about grace or any topic that we just talked about? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, um, you're in the room. Sex you asked. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, when you both were sharing, um, one of the models and kind of, I guess, norms that I've been living by recently, um, it simply says, um, extend grace. Hold on, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to make sure I say it correctly. But it says, extend grace 
to one another as we are all carrying burdens. Um, that's something that's been sticking with me recently. And as you were sharing and I about how um, this is a unique time, such an unforeseen time, and everyone copes differently. Everyone is truly dealing with you know just what's happening globally. Sorry, whether it be at work or whatever. Um, definitely. The work falling off. <laughs> Stop it. Set, set that boundary. Set that boundary. <laughs> so, yeah. So I I had to remember that because I'm the type of person right now. I'm enjoying having this time alone because I feel like. With work, I'm always talking to people all the time. Um, and then even now, I have to be like, all right, let me set those boundaries with that. No, you don't mm -hmm. need to stay up to three in the morning, right, doing work. Mm -hmm. It's okay to take a, a lunch without, like, not, not take a working lunch. Mm -hmm. um, it's okay. Like, I had to be intentional. Like, let me not bring my laptop in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person that will be up working. And I think that Recently, those are some of the challenge that, challenges that I've been experiencing, like really setting boundaries for myself, being mm -hmm. only like an overachiever, so willing to always give of myself and work, whether that be, like I said, professionally, with church, with friends, like that's just who I am. So I think I'm really like trying to channel in boundaries, like self creating those boundaries for myself right now. Awesome. And I think that it's also important to, to voice your boundaries, right? Yes. Make sure that you are articulating one to yourself the boundaries <clears throat> and then also to others letting them know up front. I mean, the most important thing, we're going to go right back to it, is mm -hmm. acceptance, right? And so whoever don't accept the boundaries that you set, then I mean, they, they might not be meant to be in your life. However, you cannot be afraid to set those boundaries with people, mm -hmm. um, voicing your boundaries because of fear. And I think fear is one of the driving factors that keep us millennials from voicing our boundaries. Like, this is what I'm not going to accept. This is mm -hmm. what I'm going to accept. And it, you can see, even at work, like, for example, you know, we know that our bosses is wild and like, you just listen. However, because they're our boss or whatever the case may be, we're not going to voice that, hey, listen, I think I can, I can get this done in this time or I can do this in this time or maybe mm -hmm. I need a, a break or don't call me at the six. Like, hey, I'm, I'm, well, you won't say don't call me at the six, but you say I'm only a builder. I will. I this. And so I think it's important for us to really be vocal in setting boundaries, mm -hmm. right? I can, I cannot. I am and I am not. You know? Yep. And doing it unapologetically, but also gracefully. Like you have to let people know. And I have a hard time doing that because I could be aggressive in some things that I say, but I had to learn like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to gracefully let you know I cannot do something. It's not because I don't want to do it, but I just don't have the means to, or I have to take care of myself first. It took me a while to get there, but now that I'm there and I'm speaking up for myself, it's so liberating. And it's like people are not going to, and like uh, Shari said, like if they don't respect those boundaries, then you probably don't need them in your life. But if they really care about you, they'd be like, all right, like, all right, girl, you got to stand up for yourself. And they will accept it. And they will be happy that you're actually speaking up for yourself, for one. And they know now to not cross those lines with you. Um, so, yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. And, and, and also, you know, you want to be the change that you want to see, right? Exactly. So, teach people how to treat you. Teach people how to treat you. And so you, mm -hmm. can't, you can't just 
take on every and accept everything that someone else does to you. Mm-hmm. You're afraid because at the end of it all, they're controlling you in a sense. Yeah. You're, if you're afraid to speak your, your piece, to set your boundaries, then what you're telling me, and I'm going to go back to, to mommy's language, Tom, Dick, mm-hmm. and Harry, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Tom, Dick, <laughs> have control over you. Yep. Having control over yourself. And, you know, uh, this morning, for example, you know, my father and I, we was going for a walk. And we were just talking about the, because, you know, you and I, we do the, the juicing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't ordered any juices. <laughs> Sorry, we can say that for later. <laughs> I'll say that for later. All right. So, and we were just looking at the different health stores. And my father, he oh, my just, God. He was just like, you know, it's, it's not because people aren't interested in having health stores. It's because we're in a colonial, a colonialized you know, sometimes my words get messed up. That's the word. It's very good. Mindset, right? And so uh-huh. we, as African-Americans or Black people, we always think like, okay, it ain't going to work, period. Because right. we're in that mindset where where us as Blacks, you know, we're still controlled by others. And mm-hmm. it ain't going to work. But if let's say if a white person has that, and this is not me being racist or anything like that, no. assume automatically it's going to work because... Right, that they're going to be successful or be successful because they're always right so in a sense it's like we need to learn how to take back our control as millennials even in mm-hmm. relationships but also in our endeavors as well too so that way right. you can really see like what we are worth you know what i'm saying and the value that we have to add to our families to our communities and to the world right and that goes back to last week who is the author of your life right you are the author of your life you can't allow anyone else to come into your life and tell you who you are, how to be, and what you're going to be. You have to stand up for yourself and have that confidence. Like, no, this is who I am. I'm confident in who I am, and this is the direction that I'm going. So, so because I'm one of the people, I love to give out solutions and things like that. So, come on, teacher. specific thing, if you want to ever tell someone or express a specific boundary that someone has, um, you know, overstepped or... Um, just someone made you feel some way. The tactic is expressing when you do X, it yes. makes you feel Y. Yes, and I statements. You know what I'm saying? And so yes. that's the step that you can take when you're trying to voice your mm-hmm. When you do X, it makes me feel Y. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that way they're fully, because like, for example, we was having a little bit of difficulty, especially for those who just joined on our Instagram Live. Um, we were talking about our dynamics last week as partners were, was completely off through miscommunication. And I was ready to talk. She wasn't ready to talk. She was ready to talk. I wasn't ready to talk. Issa and Molly. Right. And so we, was, we had our Issa and Molly. <laughs> and because we, I mean, well, after all of our communication and we talked it out, we came mm-hmm. up with a solution after it to say, hey, all right, so the next time that I might be ready to talk about something, I might acknowledge it with you. But what mm-hmm. I if I'm not ready to speak about it, I will say in that acknowledgement that I want to talk to you about X, Y, and Z. But mm-hmm. at time in this moment, I haven't processed all of my thoughts yet. And so I want to make sure I process that and then I come to you correctly. And I'll probably hit you up maybe on a Wednesday or Thursday to talk about it. Versus right. keeping each other in like a space of, in, <clears throat> a space of like, yeah. Figure and filter things out for ourselves, you know? Right. And then being the partner, it's like, okay, I accept, I accept that, that. And I'm granting you that good grace because 
if the shoe was on the other foot, I would want you to do the same for me. So instead of me like, nope, let's talk about it right now. Like it's on my mind. I don't want to think about it later. It's like, no, when you're ready to talk about it, I'll be here with open ears and I'd be ready to comprehend everything that you're saying. So it's two way street. Um, so let's um, go into like process. And because I feel like through setting boundaries, through forgiveness, through grants and grace, there's also a process through that. So can you talk to us a little bit about the process and even like suffering in silence? Cause I feel like that's something that we're all guilty of sometimes. I feel like you make me seem as if I'm the doctor. I mean, no, well, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Everyone, honestly, they call me Dr. James, right? I don't even have a PhD yet, but it's coming. You know, but it's coming. Comes, we um, speak life. Everyone, Dr. James, Dr. James, Dr. James, but whatever. So what I think, I mean, I was listening to Charlemagne the God and his uh, interview with, I hope I say his name correctly. Um, uh, what's his name? Choke the pop, the pop, or something like that. I can't remember his name. Um, and for me to say it properly, whatever. Mm -hmm. However, he was saying in a piece of like understanding the infrastructure of like grief, and so like especially in this time and moment where you may have nurses that are actually seeing people pass away, or yeah, with family members who passed away, or just being in a space of isolation now that we're all going through COVID and having to one, um like kind of like have to deal with ourselves in a sense because now mm -hmm. like literally now it's me versus me and not me versus the distraction that is outside it's like I have to deal with whatever it is that's going on with me at this time in this moment but he right. was saying, you know you need to understand the infrastructure of grief and with that it the first thing is victimization right and so we, we make ourselves become victims so even right. not even when you tie it back to oversetting boundaries or you know, not setting boundaries, mm -hmm. then you know, if you don't put those boundaries in place, then you can turn yourself into a victim and not even knowing that. Right. You said the second step after that is anger. You will get mm -hmm. angry. And so now I'm a victim. Oh, this is oh, doing it whatever. And so now I'm pissed, now I'm angry, whatever. And so he was saying the next step after that is frustration. And after that, people then feel happiness. And then people resign. He said, but it's in the space of acceptance. Mm -hmm. Acceptance. That is where you can actually find healing. And he even defined um, healing as that being healed is the memory of wholeness. Yeah you find your own healness and once you heal from the things that maybe you have have experienced in the past whether if it was things that you know you um, uh, um were responsible for or someone else was responsible for but in that mm -hmm. acceptance piece of it you know you go through the grief emotion right you become a victim you're angry you're frustrated you're helpless you resign and you know you stay in your isolation but then once you get to the piece of, you know what i just i accept this right, mm -hmm. right now that's when we can get back to the memory of wholeness of who we are. And he mm -hmm. mentioned, um, which I think this is good for, to just share with everyone else, that in that, a lot of us just need to identify who am I? Who am I? Then the second thing we need to identify is what do I really want? Mm -hmm. The next thing after that is what's the meaning of purpose and life? And then mm -hmm. what am I grateful for? But the objective is not to know the answer. Mm -hmm. So the objective is just to 
live the questions. It's just to live the I questions. Like you know what I mean? Yes. Once we can get in our mindset of like setting those healthy boundaries, as we mentioned, mm -hmm. giving ourselves, whether it's internally or externally, giving ourselves our own grace internally and externally, um, mm -hmm. uh, going through the process of voicing our boundaries and being the change that we want to see, you know, mm -hmm. then we can just live out our own questions. Right. One thing I want to piggyback off, like going back to what you said about when you don't speak up and talk about your boundaries and vocalize that. Um, I'm pretty sure we all know Donna Chanel. She's the, um, the co-founders, her and Prince Donnell mm -hmm. on Instagram, the millionaire, mm -hmm. the young couple. Do you know what I'm talking about? You do. But anyway, she did an interview not too long ago and she was saying a victim always says why. Why is this happening to me? Why is this person doing this? And that's exactly what you're doing when you don't talk about your boundaries. Like you're just sitting by yourself internalizing like, oh my God, but why do they keep doing this? They keep doing it because you didn't tell them that it's a trigger for you. That's a problem for you. And then she said that a victor says how. Like, okay, how can I get in front of this situation? Like how can, like a victor always has solutions. Ashari, because Ashari always has solutions. So it's like, we have to switch our mindsets from being the victim to being the victor. Like, okay, yes, I know I have boundaries. I'm going to speak up and I'm not going to allow myself to be that victim because nobody likes a victim at the end of the day. Um, so I love the fact that you said that. Victory is mine. Yes. <laughs> we can always bring uh, church in this. Oh my God. Bring it back. All the way back. Thank you. Kindly, sir. Oh God. But we haven't had story time in a long time. So I know we're probably getting to the end of the podcast and everything, but I would love for us to share like a story or I won't say a story or two, a story of us, of a time when we broke a cycle, when we started to realize that healing and self-care was not taking place. And we decided to make that conscious effort to break that cycle so we can be better versions of ourselves. You want to kick us off? No. You are? <laughs> Dang. I'm setting well, up. Look at you. Problem. You better go ahead and speak up for yourself. I'm setting Yes. Down. You better go and speak up. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go first because my story would be short anyway. Um, I feel okay, like... I took long. I'm just... You're a little long-winded sometimes. <laughs> you know, I just want to in and out. Let's go. Um, for me, and something I would like to share is I feel like it always goes back to relationships. Like, I think a lot of the things that I talk about deals with me in relationships from episode one to now. Um, my relationships with relationships are not always the best. So I guess a breaking cycle story would be breaking relations, relationships off with toxic people. Now that could be a friendship, that can be a relationship, a situationship, whatever your situation is, because that's your business. Like for me, it was all three. So I feel like, so without going too deep into details, um, as it relates to like ro romantic relationships and being in those environments and in, in that unhealthy space with that person, could really be damaging to yourself. So again, you're neglecting your, your self-care. You're letting this person continuously overstep boundaries that you are scared to speak up for yourself because you don't want to run them away or you don't want to appear complicated. But then in the inside, you have this bubbling resentment towards them. And then 
you end up losing that person and you think you're like losing out on something not knowing like oh my god like i'm free because i have this person who's not supposed to be here in my life they're gone and now i can start the process of self-awareness understanding me loving myself because i wasn't allowing myself to be loved or i wasn't allowing myself to love myself in that relationship with them um and then going through that process like you said that process of healing of grieving of setting not setting setting those boundaries within myself then forgiving myself for staying in situations longer than i needed to be in and then granting grace to myself and also to that person because i'm like they did what i allowed them to do the what i was teaching them to te to treat me this way so that's why they did it so i feel like when i came out of those toxic relationships I was really able to break that cycle and something that we have to be conscious of like once you come out don't go back those right. are those weak old catch-up things we talked about like i feel like sometimes we get we start moving in the right direction and it feels good but then you get scared so you're like oh the person comes back or a situation happens that feels familiar you're like no let me just go back to that because i know it and then you end up in the same spot so technically you didn't break the cycle because you still in this emotional roller coaster you still breaking inside internally and you're not doing anyone no justice so i feel like that's my, my little story do you have any questions you want to ask because i feel like <laughs> i feel it in my spirit i mean that's my mini story time because I'm, i didn't want to go too deep in detail so you know i try to beat around the bush a little bit that was um i feel like i have a similar um story kind of like that without going into details but I mean, there's, there were relationships that I knew that um, I needed to get out of, and um, I was being comfortable, like you had mentioned, um, in those different relationships, and comfortable with my own habits, right? And so, mm -hmm. you know, Ooh, I like that. part of me, you know, going, I was going through a cycle, you know, I was going through the cycle, like I was identifying it mentally, but I wasn't putting no action behind it, and so, I needed to actually speak up. And so part mm -hmm. of uh, me breaking my own cycle was about me actually speaking up about this is what I'm not happy about. This is what um, I think that is unhealthy for me as a man. In mm -hmm. And also it's unhealthy for you um, and, and, and what you don't deserve and what you do deserve and what most importantly I deserve. And mm -hmm. just knowing that me being able to voice my opinion in these relationships um, to get to the place that I need to be now so that way I could communicate freely. I think right. that kind of helped me, like, without going into, like, OD details and stuff like that, helped me. Yeah, we don't want to be too messy on yeah, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, not. This is... You know what I'm Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? No, but, but no, I'm there. We're here. That, that, that helped me speaking up. Because mm -hmm. I was, as I mentioned to you earlier this week, I, I think about a lot of things I internalize a lot of things. I'm a reflector, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that I always express the things that I always internalize or always reflect on. And so, right. being man enough to express those things without, you know, having to to feel in myself that I'm lowering my standards of my masculinity or feel mm -hmm. like less of a man, or you know, it's if I express myself, then you know, I'm so for It's like no, like being able to express myself. Means that I have courage. Means that I'm brave. Mean, and we talked about Brene Brown before. Yeah. You know, her talking about courage. 
you know, that's real courage, you know, you being able to get yourself out of situations that you may not think that is great for you through your voice. And right. the only thing that we have that, it, like, it, it, it shows the world our power, mm -hmm. our voice and our actions. So Yes. Yeah. I love it. Do you have any solutions, like, to kind of sum up the meat of this podcast today or this episode, like what solution or what tips do you have for listeners who are going through each of these steps? Like what are some action steps that they can possibly take? For, for you mean for like setting healthy boundaries for, like mm -hmm. I mean, well, I think a lot of it is going to have to do start with reflection. And I think yes. one thing is like, when you reflect, it's just not just reminiscing on the, the moment and, and the time. It's like mm -hmm. getting those things out, putting it on paper, <clears throat> really reflecting on those times and those moments, how it made you feel in that moment, yeah. where you were at that moment in life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we do things because we were just in a messed up place. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. accepting because you were in a messed up place as well. So I think being in, you know, really articulating where, like, what it, what were what were those triggers? What were those traumas? What were those boundaries that I overstepped? Um, mm -hmm. Then being able to say, where was I in that place? You know what I'm saying? Right. Being able to say, okay, I'm now looking at these things and I forgive myself for these things. I forgive others for these things, right? Um, going back to just, you know, giving yourself again that grace as grace. well and that forgiveness. And then as that exercise, because this is the exercise that I have done before as well too, I actually mm -hmm. things down, said that, you know, in my writing, I forgive X, Y, and Z. I forgive this person. I forgive that person. And what I've done with it, I ripped up the paper. Mm -hmm. with it. As an example, for me to show that I am okay. over this and I'm letting it go. Right. So I, I heard of people that. doing that. So that was, that, that, that was a good step. And mm -hmm. what, I, what I've done to kind of set those boundaries and, and, and learn to let certain things go. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. One thing, um, just sum it up to, um, I know I keep saying it, but I'm in momentum education and going back to process and, you know, coming out of that place of suffering and silence, something that helped me 28 years later um, was talking to somebody. Like, sometimes we internalize things so much that we suppressed it deep down and then we're acting out or we're doing things not really understanding why is just because we didn't go through that process because we're harboring onto all of this hurt and not speaking up about it so sometimes it's okay whether it's a therapist whether it's a trusted friend talk to somebody like we call it clearing like clearing the space but sometimes you have to clear things within yourself it's not always about what somebody did to you it could be something you did to yourself something you didn't forgive yourself for. So I feel like as you're going through the process, you have to find, as you're self-reflecting and having this self-awareness and emotional awareness, you have to find a safe place where you can vocalize these things to someone who can try to help you figure these things out because no, we're not saying you have to figure this out on your own at all. Um, Cause I didn't get here by myself. Like somebody helped me get to this stage where I can, be conscious of where I am right now and what's affecting me and how I can, you know, effectively tell someone what's bothering me. Um, it took work to get here. So mm -hmm. seek help is okay. I think we talked about it in the first episode about therapy and everything. It is nothing wrong with that. So I feel like that's important as well. Hold on, just really quickly. It's gonna close out and then I'm gonna 
allow it to uh, come back on on Facebook Live and end it. It was, I guess we got it to our hour mark. Let me share the story, but then I'm going to go live again. Ah. I'm going to go live again. Do it again. I'm going to go live one more time. Hold on. <laughs> uh, so crazy. All right, we're back, everyone. Um, Hello. Yeah, and I, I want to piggyback off of that thought that you mentioned about um, um, process. About being me. Um, about talking to someone. You know. What I mean? mm -hmm. Um. It's it is okay to talk to someone. As mm -hmm. well as um. I was able to get through a lot of my things by talking to my mentor and he mm -hmm. to help me see things from a different perspective. So yeah. I, I think it was in our last episode where we talked about having someone who can see a little bit further down the road. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where you want to be. Yeah. Where you want to be. And it's important to have a person that you can trust that is going to keep you in a safe space as well too. Um, so once you find that, then, you know, allow yourself to be vulnerable so that way you can mentally get to where it is that you want to go emotionally spiritually physically right. whatever it may be and also be careful because we just talked about victims versus victor right. don't go into that mm -hmm. session asking why and tattletelling and this person did x y and z if you can acknowledge something without passing blame if that makes sense like you want to make because at the end of at the end of the day, it, it turns into a vent session, and then that person really doesn't know how to help you. They, they're just listening, and that's not what you really want. You need somebody to help to guide you, but if you're only coming, if you're going into it neg negatively and only talking about what that person did and what you didn't do, then, again, you're not doing yourself any justice, so. And you also want someone who's going to hold you accountable. Absolutely. Who's going to let you know, hey, listen, you know, this you, right. you, you, you could have done it a little bit differently. You could have yeah. done it better, you know? Yeah. So that's what I think is important in that as well, too. Um, mm -hmm. so. All right. You want to get into some shout outs? We can get into some shout outs. Shout out time. Uh, we definitely want to give a shout out to uh, Devon Livingston. You know, he's been a great yes. supporter as well. Um, you know, follow him at, at Mr. Score at mr underscore make it happen um he goes by that slogan fitness trainer as well so mm -hmm. uh, mr make it happen we give a shout out to you yes yes and he was awesome last week so make sure you tune in to uh a seat at the table because he had a lot of input so um thank you so much for that and then our next shout out is for miss tiandra vinson um she is a faithful listener um and she has a a a job interview this Wednesday, so we gonna put them good feelers out there. We 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 bless God. We know that you're gonna have that job, but you can follow her at, at Black Girl Magic 1989. So thank you so much for listening and sharing and reposting. Next week episode, well, two weeks from now, our episode mm -hmm. is going to be called the Probate, and so our second part of our healing and our self care. Now that we've uh, set healthy boundaries, now that we forgave ourselves, now that we have given ourselves the appropriate grace, and we're doing all of these um, um, steps and tools and, and tactics to help ourselves get in the best place that we want to be, um, mm -hmm. I want to talk about what that looks like when you actually put action to the pavement. And so yes. we want to um, 
want to want you all to tune in next week or may 18th there we go um, at eight o'clock eight o'clock live. live again on instagram live and also mm -hmm. we're going to try to get this connected to facebook live yes um, we'll figure it out we'll figure it out be, be smart yeah, we'll somewhat <laughs> we're gonna figure it out um and of course we want to shout out our sponsors the amazing lavish bliss organics fresh organic raw juice um now is the time to really boost your immune system they have a new menu out it's called the rona special it's three new drinks my favorite is orgasmic and lemonhead but check us out at um at lavish bliss organics on instagram you can check out our menus and if you want to place your order you can do it by clicking the link in the bio um we will have a fresh new shipment this week, actually. So make sure you get those orders in. Yes, I'm happy about that. Listen, if you get your drink, get your drink. So right get your now, drink. I'm, Need I'm it. I'm posting and y'all ain't buying y'all drinks. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> Don't do that. We're going to lose people. We didn't get it ready. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't lie to you. They are delicious. Amazing. They're amazing, right? Really, we have to put our testimonials testimonials up. We get a lot of text messages and feedback from people about how they don't feel right when they don't have a juice. <laughs> so I really want to get that up. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not like a crackhead, but you know what I mean. Like you, they're used, like it boosts their immune system. So if you're not feeling well, or if you have like fatigue and you want an energy drink, right. it helps. And if you don't have it, you're like, oh shoot, like that was making a difference. So that's what I mean. I cleaned it up a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm Thank you. Sheesh. <laughs> you corrected me. Go ahead and eat my Because you don't got your tips, but I got mine. <laughs> so let me go ahead. Go to my space. But anyway. Uh -huh. So at the end of every podcast, we always want to go into a words of affirmation for our, us millennials. Um, and also just for any of our listeners. It doesn't have to be specifically millennials. I mean, this is a for us bias podcast but we always want to end it with the words of affirmation. So here's my words of affirmations to you all. Um, when it comes to relationships, there tends to be difficulties, challenges, misconceptions, and even miscommunication. A lot of times we tend to bring our baggage into relationships with one, not healing ourselves, and sometimes not also loving ourselves first. So. Find someone that is your partner, your covenant, and your protector, and make that a wonderful thing. However, a relationship with yourself first takes work. So faith in yourself without work to heal is a damn road leading to disaster. Or mm. never give up on your own healing, loving yourself, and knowing that you are absolutely the right one for you. Love it. That was amazing, sir. Amazing, right? Amazing. Good stuff. All right. Got well, it. Just wanted to tell everyone thank you again for logging on. We appreciate yes. you all. What how are we gonna do it again? How are we gonna oh. do, we do it again? You gotta do it first. All right, all right. Peace. Love. Be humble. <laughs> Be humble. <laughs> Let's do it one more time. Let's we do it got one, more time. one more time, one more time. All right. Peace. Love. Be humble. Be humble. <laughs> All right. all right, guys. Thank yeah, you, guys. We appreciate you all. Stay safe.